Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corrine Phelps, your host. I'm a business and growth coach, money mindset expert, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me all over from working in finance to owning a boutique fitness studio. I found myself burnt out, miserable, and questioning everything. Saying things to myself like, there's got to be more to life than this. Refusing to settle for a mediocre existence, I went all in, learning how to harness untapped potential and rewire the subconscious mind to create an extraordinary life. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, building a business, creating community, building wealth, and doing what it takes to just freaking go for it. My mission is to help you align to your purpose, Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. I love talking to people about wealth, which is really why I'm so excited for today's guest. Amy Getz is just a true wealth of information when it comes to wealth, but so much more than that. Amy Getz believes wealth and financial freedom are for everyone. She is a financial advisor for IRC Wealth, an SEC registered boutique investment firm in Atlanta, Georgia, a CPA and a CDFA, which is a certified divorce financial analyst. In addition, Amy is the money and finance chapter director of the national What Women Want networking organization. Amy is on a mission to educate individuals about their finances and empower them to set big goals for financial future, letting go of limiting beliefs around around money and facing the real numbers allows people to quiet the stress loop in their mind and elevate everyone around them. Wealth in the hands of good people changes the world. So when she's not working, Amy loves to travel with her family and connect with friends and read a good book. I'm so excited. Today's conversation is going to be juicy. It's going to be dynamic. Meet Amy Getz. Hello. I am so happy to be here with you, you bright shining light in this world, doing all the expansion and sharing your platform. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Right back at you. you. So a little bit of context, Amy and I met in a mastermind, which geez, seems like years ago, which, well, maybe it is like two years ago now, I think actually, because it was right right at the, yeah, right at the very beginning of, of the pandemic. And we hit it off. And one of the things that I love about getting in the room, which you hear me talk about this all the time, is that how important it is for your business. But really, I got to tell you, selfishly, it's been such a amazing thing inside of my personal life, all the relationships and friends I have built. And I feel very privileged to be able to call Amy a friend and be able to share her with you today. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I feel like that is what it's all about. I look at what I do and being in the rooms that I'm in is just building these amazing relationships. And these are the people that I would hang out with in life. These are the people that I want to do life with. And so many of my best friends I've met in rooms like our mastermind and other events, and then have have turned into friends that I lean on weekly, friends that I meet in person and do trips in life with. And I could not agree more. And I'm ever grateful for your presence and your calm and, and just your friendship. So thank you. 
Ah, uh, thank you. I knew that we were had like twin flames going when I was attending a networking call that that Amy runs, What Women Want, and it's just a, her own very specific chapter that she she heads up. And she, your your like breakdown of what it means to be like in a networking call to not just come to to get something, but to give something and to really focus on relationships. I was like, love her. <laughs> It's one of my favorite hours of the month. And I look forward to it because I'm making connections. And isn't that the point? Isn't it all about making connections and creating collaborations and expanding your network? And I always tell people, if you go into the room looking for a client, then you are missing the point. You're missing thousands of opportunities to make an additional expansion of who you are, your network, the people you surround yourself with and in that narrow-minded thinking. So absolutely. Yeah. It's like 10 X your your life, right? Instead of coming for one client and cutting your nose off to spite your face situation. And the thing is, is in that process of like 10 Xing your life, it happens when you focus on relationships, it really does happen with, with ease. And grace. Uh, Absolutely agree. And you know, I think we can all say at various points, we had different intentions and then you realize what works and what doesn't. And what works for me is recognizing that I don't need to be in that masculine energy of trying to come in and dominate any room. Like when I sort of stepped into that feminine energy of recognizing that these are just beautiful people that I want to get to know that maybe I'll need to refer business to that maybe could refer business to me, that maybe we're going to forge a friendship that somehow we're going to give to each other and create this dynamic relationship that's going to be long-term. That's the point of it for me. Absolutely. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) So so now that everyone has a little bit of context, I'd love for you to, to share who, who is Amy at her core, at your core. I mean, I know, but the whole world needs to know. Yeah. I love this question. And it's kind of one where you're like, Ooh, you know, like open up the kimono a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) but who I am at my core is someone that values people, values relationships, values, trust and integrity, and someone that absolutely leads with her heart And I like to feel into the energy in the room and into people. And I see mostly gray areas in life in that I don't make quick judgments and I am open to ideas and platforms and, you know, the way that other people do it. I'm fascinated by other cultures. I'm just fat. People in general to me are fascinating. And I absolutely live in alignment with who I am, with what I do. I'm someone that believes that, you know, the highest integrity of living the way that it is that I'm teaching, um, the way that it is that I'm showing up for people in the world, especially my clients. Um, I have a servant heart, I would say. I am a volunteer at heart. I like to give back because I feel like when you're elevating those around you, everyone's rising. So, you know, I'd have to say, that's kind of who I am at my core. <laughs> Speaking my language, and I feel like everything that you said, it makes such a perfect sense actually for what you do, because 
the extension of what you do and the real definition of what you do has so much more to than just actual dollars in the bank. So give a little bit of background and, and they, they, they understand a little bit because I, I, in your introduction, I, I explained, but let's talk a little bit about what you do and then really dive into wealth and what it means for you. Yeah. So what I do is I'm a traditional wealth manager. I do financial plans for people and then we manage their wealth. So it's an, and I don't do transactional business. I don't do financial plans for fees. I don't do things that don't create a long-term relationship because how we look at our clients and their financial situation is as the person, not just their investment. So we spend a great deal of time getting to know the people that we work with learning about what their dreams are, what their plans are, and then creating a financial plan based on that. And then from there, we do a holistic review of their life. You know, the goal is to be financially free. Well, you're not financially free unless you're debt-free, unless you've mitigated your risks. And so we look at all of that for our clients, and then we continue on an ongoing relationship where they're able to reach out to us at any time, and where we actively reach out at least a few times a year to be that accountability partner on their financial plan. And I think what sort of makes me unique in what I do is that I really feel like it's not just about the numbers. The numbers are the easy part. The, the numbers are like, you know, since I'm a numbers girl, like 20% of the equation, the other 80% is emotions and the decision-making that results as of um, as a result of those emotions. And so I like to play in the space of really reading into people's energy and really using that intuitiveness that I have to help help them block um, or release their money blocks and change their limiting beliefs. It's not just about knowing what they are, but it's actively shifting them. It's actively giving them steps to change their languaging, to give them affirmations that they need to use to give them simple steps to change, not just their dollars, but that their actual belief in themselves and their goals. And the fact that it's accomplishable for everyone. I 100% of my being believe wealth and financial freedom are for everyone. It's just whether we're willing to accept the gift of it or whether we're blocking it with our limiting beliefs and, and, and other things that we've probably adopted from others in our childhood. And we don't spend enough time sort of sitting in the space of figuring that out and making those positive changes. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> so when you, when you think about wealth, what does it really mean for you and to you? So actually the word wealth I mean, obviously in what I do, it is a tangible form of money, but to me, wealth is such a, such an expansive pun intended word because wealth comes in the form of relationships and knowledge seeking and the people that you surround yourself with. But specifically to me, wealth is about having choice, is about being able to affect change in the world either within for your own self, whether that's the ability to enjoy a relaxing vacation and come back recharged and in a better place to serve in what you do, whether that's an actually generously gifting your money to causes that mean something to you or that means something to someone in your world. Um, wealth to me is a way to make change. And that's 
how I look at it. I often find women especially think that they don't deserve wealth or that they just need enough. And I'm here to completely shift that thought and say, wealth is what allows you to be generous, what allows you to look around and give an, an opportunity to someone who doesn't have it, who then hopefully returns that favor onto the next person. So without wealth, it's more difficult to make change and it's more difficult to make change in a expedited way. And so to me, that's how I look at it and why it's important. Mm. And why it's important to have more wealth in the hands of women, right? Oh, Reach so that sister. Wealthy women change the world. <laughs> Absolutely, right? Yeah. Talk about ripple effect. And it's something I always say is that I feel like real wealth is when you don't have to ask your bank account for permission to essentially elicit and create the change that yes. you want to. And you know what? Damn, if I don't want to buy a Louis bag at the same time, because you deserve it. No. Yeah. I get it, right? <laughs> And you know what? Set that as a goal. I think right. it's an amazing goal to say, listen, when I make these achievements, I'm going to reward myself. And if a Louis bag is what speaks to you in that moment, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? It's it's absolutely my joke. I don't really want a Louis bag, but you know, well, I feel listen, like I... <laughs> it's okay if you do though. We're look, we're diving into this this potential. No, no, <laughs> I I don't know. It's okay. I I, I have want to spend my money on other bougie things. I just feel like that one resonates or it's like, yes. it's more of a I'm generic a, a term right? on travel. Like that is where I feel like I, uh, yes, that makes me feel wealthy, right? Mm -hmm. Being able yeah. to take um, the vacations, being able to experience the retreats, being able to share that with people that I love that. And I think it's important for people to say, what makes me feel wealthy, right? Absolutely. For some people, that is the Louis bag. For some people, that's the car. For some people, that's that's earning it to give it all away to a cause near and dear to them. For some, that's that's adventure. It's just, it's it only is relevant to you and none of it's wrong. Right? Absolutely. Love that. I yeah. love, love, love that. None of it's wrong. I feel like we should put that on a sticky note and have it uh, staring at you. Right. On your bathroom mirror every single morning. Yes. Maybe, maybe like curate a mantra based on that. So a long way on your wealth building journey of life, there had to have been some super expanders along the way. Mm. I'd love to hear a super expander story from you. I have a question for you. Have you joined the super expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. Text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. I send out weekly tips and inspiration to help you grow your business, to step into your wealthiest, most highest self, to harness your full potential and live an exceptional and extraordinary life. And the best part is it's really me sending those messages. So text me, say hello, and send me your questions. So it's oddly enough going to be the CEO of my company and for probably a different reason than maybe one would expect. Um, I was a stay at home mom for a long time and he's been our financial 
advisor, you know, just a, a genius when it comes to wealth and money and taking care and serving clients. And over the years, he knew that I, you know, wasn't working, but that I had a CPA background. And one day he called me and said, I need someone to do some accounting work. And I was like, okay, my kids are getting older and, you know, I, the volunteering is winding down. And so I said, yes. And I guess I did a good job because another day he put time on my schedule and called me and said, you can do what I do and you can do it better. And that was coming from a woman who had really kind of just dedicated her life to raising her kids and had somewhat lost herself in that process. And to see someone truly believe in something that was never on my radar, but also to know that it is a hundred percent who I am and to the core of my being, what I believe to be true and and expansive for people is understanding their wealth and having a partner to walk through for that. So in that way, I would have to say he's been the most amazing mentor, um, cheerleader. And, and this is just, this is a guy who is like, I mean, he is a straight up, like, get it done, you know, rocks it and isn't someone that necessarily on the outside, you would think would be such an amazing mentor to, you know, a woman recreating her career in this world. And so I'm ever, ever grateful. I always say he handed it to me on a silver platter and I'm just really grateful to him. So on a professional level, he's been an absolute expander for me. I love that. And you deserve to have it right there on a platter for you. I do. (laughs) Absolutely. Claim that. And I feel like I love the fact that he could just so see your talents, your gifts, and he just called you straight on up and into them. When I couldn't see them myself, for sure, right? And so that is the gift of being that expander for someone else as that you see their gifts and talents before they see them themselves. Mm. And that, I mean, how amazing is that? I can only hope that I'm able to share that, you know, with people in my life and that they'll feel the same at some point. Oh my gosh. I think you're doing it every day when you, I think when we live in our talents and gifts, there's just a natural extension of that happening. Right. And that's the beauty of it. That's Mm -hmm. the beauty of it. Oh, so good. Goodness. I'm just, I'm just like, like sitting here, like I know, bask, right? basking in it. Cause I can like feel it. It's fun to reminisce to that, to really remember those times and that, you know, shifts, those major shifts in your life. And who knew when that started where I'd be now, or that I'd be, you know, talking about this on a podcast or helping so many people across the country on their wealth journey. And I mean, it's a wild, amazing, beautiful ride. Yeah. Well, somebody told you, you probably wouldn't have believed it, right? No, never, <laughs> never. Yeah. And that is the fun of life, right? Each, each yeah. day kind of stepping into a new level, a new surprise. Yeah. So behind all of that, what you do and your family and all the things, what is it? So we, we touched on this a little bit before we hit record. So I have a, a really deep sense of what it is that drives you and, and gets you up in the morning and the things that you're reaching for. And I feel like maybe people listening might think that it's actually the, you know, it could be potentially money because of what you do, 
No, right. Because, yeah. right. But Absolutely. what is it that really drives you the feeling, right? Because I think that the dollars in the bank, um, the, the goals, the things, the items that there, it has to be deeper than that. So what is it, the thing that really at your core gets you up in the morning that you're constantly reaching for? I mean, I think for me, it's recognizing and being okay saying that I have a gift. I have a gift to be able to help people see in themselves what they are meant for more. And I have a gift of helping them shift their mindsets. I have a gift to really call them into their power as it relates to their wealth story. And I can do it with such ease and grace because to me, it just feels like a beautiful expansion of connection and friendship. I mean, I feel like if, a, if I have a client, it's because they've, they've said hell yes. And I've said hell yes to work together and we're creating this meaningful relationship. And that's important to me, you know, and if I have to break it down even further, it's, I want to live in a purpose. I want to feel like I'm giving back to the world and in and, and any small way. And it's not wrong for me to receive payment for that. And even better, and my wish for everyone is that they're receiving payment for loving what they do and sharing their gifts with me. <sighs> so good. Can I get an amen over here? <laughs> And if yeah. anyway, if you don't have chills listening to that, you might want to hit stop and record back to re-listen to that because if that didn't land for you, that you should be being compensated for your talents and gifts. But there's another gem in there. And it was that you working with clients is a hell yes for you and for them. And my big takeaway of that is that when both people, when two people, two energies are in complete alignment and it is a hell yes, it's unstoppable. You're literally taking two superpowers and putting them together and like, wow. Expanding. <laughs> Expansion. Talk about super expander. Right? Yeah. No, I absolutely, I, I agree because when you are so so invested in what you see in them, their potential and their growth and vice versa. They feel that they can trust in you and know that you have their highest good in mind and at heart. I mean, that really is when magic happens because you just lean in to the process and, mm. and honor the process. And I think that's important because it, it isn't a, you hand your money over to me and you kind of abdicate your role. It is a team sport. And I say that in all parts of life, personal finance is a team sport, whether that's with a business partner or a romantic partner, you know, or with your financial advisor, people should not choose to abdicate their role in the world of personal finance, because that is abdicating your power. Mm -hmm. And why do that? Why not? Why not be a part of the expansion process there? I almost would say it's not even why not. It's absolutely required of you, right? Because yeah. when we when we sit back passively thinking that something is going to compound in your favor and you aren't an active participant in it, it's um, that's when things go awry. Yeah, and you know it's not surprising that I see that often. 
and are working to overcome those past experiences with people. So yeah, yeah. listen to us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're we're combining our energies here. People listen up. (laughs) Take away. Yeah. Yeah. So I just recently, um, recorded a session, a hypno breath session on intuitive spending. And since I have you here, mm-hmm. captive, captive audience, I really want to ask you your thoughts, your opinions on how intuition plays into wealth building, um, intuition plays into investing and in making financial decisions and spending. Yeah. So first of all, I think intuition plays into all of the decisions that we make wealth or otherwise, it's just whether we choose to listen or ignore it, right? We all have, and it's kind of a word that you'd mentioned at some point, we all have a North star of what we know to be right and true. And what often is, is that we override those intuitive hits. We all do it. And I think when you can start to lean in and trust your intuition and recognize that it's of your highest good, then you're going to know when something is an expansion, when spending that money creates an expansion, and when you're spending money to perhaps fill a void, or perhaps you're spending money because you want to appear a certain way. And I would challenge folks to say that when your intention isn't pure in your spending, it shows, it shows in your personal accounts on your balance sheet. And I wish more people would lean into knowing because it's all an inner knowing of what you should. And I don't even like to use the word should, right? But it's an inner knowing of what serves you and what doesn't. Are you making choices to feel wealthy now? Are you making choices to feel wealthy later? And both of those are okay, but really look at the intention behind your spending and figure out what it's serving in you. Is it an ego-based Or is it really into that place of expansion and use that as your North star and your guide for what works. But I think in addition to that, use your, use your intuition to have someone on your team, such as myself, to feel like you have that. And that's why I say it has to be a hell yes, because I might not be someone's vibe, but I hope they find someone else that is right. Mm, And so use your intuition and, you know, again, don't abdicate your role. Absolutely. So something that I feel like is super important to, to kind of just drop in here as I'm listening to you is that, so there's pieces of, I, I mean, and I love when we start talking about intuition and the sort of the inner knowing part that is like spiritual, there's also a science-based piece of, mm-hmm. of intuition. And especially I feel like it's so connected to money because there's patterns, right? And so really what happens with your intuition is this piece of your brain is like this massive, wicked, high-powered computer. And you, we take in data and patterns at such a rapid rate and your brain can process it on a subconscious level, even though on a conscious level, you can't process it that fast. So a lot of times those intuitive hits are literally taking the patterns that your brain has observed over years of experience and time and making a speculation of a a potential possible outcome. So for anyone listening, who's like, Oh, but like rooted in numbers, it, it like, it's all spiritual. I think that there is a spiritual piece of that because I mean, gosh, if the fact that your brain can do that is, Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that it does that there's got to be a spiritual piece, but there's also science inside of that, 
um, that feeling as well. Yeah, I, I actually love that idea. And I also think to sort of ground it back in with, there's also a reason why you want to look at your numbers, because you want to actually identify the spending. And even if that's in hindsight and the feeling that it associated with you. And sometimes what feels like an intuitive hit to move forward is actually just an, I deserve it, or I want it, or, you know, and so looking at your actual data and kind of leaning into what those purchases feel like Mm -hmm. is also, I think, an important piece to sort of honing in your intuition as it relates to money. Uh, So good. Oh my gosh. We just like packed a lot of lessons in a very, very short amount of time. What happens when you get a couple of super expanders together? Oh my gosh. I feel like you might want to listen to this one like three or four times because (laughs) there's like each time you listen to it, there's going to be another layer of wisdom coming at you, (laughs) which, which, which are about to drop another. So if you could just, I don't know, extract, which is like a, it's just a, this is a big ask, but mm-hmm. if you could choose one nugget of wisdom to share, whether it's something that you might've told your younger self or just some just golden nugget of wisdom that you want to share, mm-hmm. what would it be? I mean, right. Like I could riff on this for days. <laughs> so I'll We have to save some, we have to save some for the next episode. So you can't give them, we can't give them everything. So I will say that the two biggest assets that every individual has is their earning potential and time. And I want people, instead of always thinking about how do I spend less? How do I cut back? I mean, I didn't plan this for your podcast title, but my thoughts always, how can you expand more? How can you make 20% more? And it, everyone starts to get into that mindset of lack and scarcity and agreed. We need to look at our numbers and maybe decide where we should or shouldn't spend. But I'd really like people to lean into that, making more to serving, to, to, to being of the highest and best use of where you are. So earning potential is important because the more you earn, the more you can invest in yourself, in your family, in your personal finance and future growth. And time is your other best friend because time wants to give you money. It's that compounding interest. And so the younger that you can start saving, the less of an impact it's going to feel on your everyday life because time wants to give you that money. So I 1 million percent believe it is never too late to start, but recognize the gift of time and recognize the gift of you being your highest superpower and that you can expand where you are and where you want to go and always be thinking about what's my next level, right? Try not to become complacent in what you're doing, but where can I expand in what I'm doing? Where can I make more? Because then that's going to give me more to make choices, better choices with, and take advantage of time. So start young. And even if it's only 50 to a hundred dollars or, you know, whatever, start saving now, start prioritizing your future and use the gift of time to help you. Mm, Such great advice. I mean, we could go into whole money mindset, but we kind of really touched a lot on that because that was, that's always my like, number one is work on your money mindset. But number two is 
start automating your savings and really lean into using your earning power and the gift of time. I think even when we when we automate your savings, there's an um, an instant shift in your in your money mindset just by the nature of doing that because there's a release of the control piece. And you're and prioritizing it, your own personal well-being. Yeah, it's an act of self-care the and self-love. The ultimate form of self-care. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I say that all the time. Personal finance is self-care. Ah, so good. So I know that everybody listening wants to get in your world and if, if they need to get in your world. So what's yeah. the best way for them to find you to say hello? Yes. And I also want to actually extend the invitation to say, reach out, right? It's people are so afraid that they're not worth it, that they don't have enough. Um, reach out and have a conversation. I am a real person who loves to have conversations with people about their money and get to know who they are. So you can find me on Instagram. It's Amy, A-M-Y-W gets G-E-T-Z finance. Um, I am on LinkedIn at Amy gets my email is Amy at ircwealth.com, right? Like send me an email, send me a DM. Um, and I'm happy to chat with people. I love, I mean, it's like, my job is talking to people about their money. Like it's my greatest joy. Why not? Mm. Mm -hmm. So you just had an open invitation and you'll be able to find all of that goodness in the show notes. So scroll on down, get in Amy's world, say hello. Thank you. Mm, thank you so much for, for being here, for sharing so much value, so much wisdom and your light and ah, just so grateful for you. Thank you. I'm ever grateful for the opportunity. Thank you. We will catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.